it's the way they handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Like the, like I said, the ghost never actually did anything. And yeah. it, 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 was, it was really more so the characters themselves. Letting their setting dictate their actions. Welcome back to another episode of Strong Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And today marks a momentous occasion. Erlene, Donald, and I read a lot of very similar titles. It's just we've never all happened to coordinate reading the same book. I know, and then preparing to review it. And that is exactly what we've done. Okay, I know. Oh my gosh, I took notes for this. I was so ready. Okay, Uh, so I'm just going to start with the cast of people. There is Kat, the protagonist, Lynn, Philip, Talia, and Faiz. They're all gathering together at <laughs> Philip was very like adamant about like it's not a palace it but it's like full it's on a palace. It's, it's a, a palace it's a palace go ahead and add Philip is a rich kid he, I think he funded like the whole trip and their travel expenses like yes. so they're together for the wedding party so they all get together in this haunted mansion and they are this group of kind of I, I call them like the mystery gang in my head because they have a history of finding haunted places and like you know exploring those just like, kind of like ghost hunters mm-hmm. um from the get-go, you can tell there's a lot of tension between the main cast of characters. They have a, a yeah, it's like, heavy, heavy yeah. tension between everybody involved. But especially it's, between Talia and Kat. Did you say the name of the book? And oh, the, oh, oh I'm yeah, that was so sorry. We did not do that. I was just going to cut it real quick. But I'll we'll... give the title. You give the author's name. <laughs> so nothing but black and teeth is the title of the book. Yes, it's a short 120, 120 page, pages. Yeah. Yeah, released this year. Yeah, uh, by Cassandra Kaw. I didn't mean to interrupt. Y'all were really into <laughs> no, no, no. it. You clearly have been like holding this in. It's been a we're, lot. We're ready. <laughs> They've been waiting on me. It's been a lot. I'm sorry. So we'll go back, Donald. <laughs> oh, where was I? The tension. The tension yes. between all the groups. Four of them show up. Everyone but Lynn show up at first, and they're all just kind of like, you know, checking out the house, talking about things. We get all their history. But especially between Faiz and Philip, they have like Golden Boy versus the second fiddle thing that kind of always happens. Kat and Talia have a history because Kat tried to break up Talia and Faiz a while back uh, just because of something that happened. Like maybe I think they were either going through something, but Kat was like, well, maybe you guys should break up. And they almost did. But obviously they're 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 still together. OK, people, it's a sordid triangle of nonsense. OK, <laughs> so Kat's the narrator of the book yes. has issues. Can't stand her. I loved her. Mm. Mm, okay. Okay. And so Talia, who is snooty and has this attitude, who's made her way through Faiz and Philip. And call mm, it what it is. We're, yep, we're talking about it. And Philip did date Kat for a brief met second. Mm-hmm. And so now Talia dated uh, one of those friend groups. One yes. of those friend groups. <laughs> and Faiz has no idea that Talia dated Philip. Which, when Philip says it, we were just, we were just hooking up. Cool. <laughs> that doesn't make it better, Philip. Doesn't make exactly. it better, Philip. So go ahead. Well, although I did love the description of Talia as basically an amalgamation of size. I thought that was kind Ooh. of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say the descriptions that she gave in the book of each person was really beautifully done. They were all very visceral. I felt. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. especially the especially the way she talked about Philip. I I made a note of every time she mentioned Philip, and it was. 
some of them were very beautiful, but some of them were just so detailed that it felt like well, I mean, because clearly the narrator is totally in love with Philip. Right? Okay. <laughs> Do you think so? Because a part oh no, of me was, she's yes. in love with Philip. Okay. but she feels unworthy. I really was kind of feeling like maybe she had gotten over him, and there was still like some animosity there, no. just because she is he so was still around, still deep up in Philip. Oh, okay. There's I, some I bitterness that whole there. Thing. <laughs> this is. A horror novel. This is yeah. a horror novel, exactly. Okay, okay, okay And this okay. is like the first six pages. It's just their drama. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she gives it to you really quickly that they're friends, but you're wondering why are they friends? Right, like they're friends like in quotation. they away from murdering. The yeah. only one to me that was a true friend to all of them was Lynn in Lynn. some way, because Lynn was the most more mature one in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Although even his sense of humor came across as kind of a-hole-ish. He, he is, <laughs> but he's so. already, he's married. So out of all of them, Lynn's the one that's married. Mm-hmm. Um, living the life has a great job. I think on Wall Street or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, married to a beautiful like princess type of woman. So he's he's kind of like I've grown up. I'm doing my thing. I'm the adult. Mm-hmm. And he's successfully not slept with anybody in the group. And no. successfully, there's <laughs> no. He and Cat had like a thing for like, at least. Was it like it, a flirtation show? It was, was very it flirtation like, ship. Yeah, because Cat character, in my opinion, is that person who's. I can see why Talia, even if Talia hadn't been with Faiz and mm-hmm. Philip, wouldn't like Kat because Kat's very, uh, I'm broken. I need help. Come save me. Mm-hmm. And they want to save her. Um, you said that they have stayed in haunted houses before. Mm-hmm. The palace. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's ordained and they're getting married at this beautiful mansion type place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should be only on the grounds it shouldn't be inside the house. Oh, right. That wasn't part of the contract oh. kind yeah. of thing. So they shouldn't really even be doing anything in the home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're totally hanging out in the house. And okay. some of this is at uh, Talia's behest because she had always dreamed since she was a little girl of getting married in, in a haunted, haunted house. location. Yep. Which... Yeah. Okay, so they are getting married in this haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming things go poorly for yes. them. The first uh, instance of things getting really weird mm-hmm. is Talia ended up at some point saying, I died before that happens. And then, like, an ominous wind blows through their place. And it, <laughs> right. And, like, the house kind of, like, they breathes were that about in. Kat being there because she doesn't want Faiz and Talia together. Mm-hmm. But some of that it. was also she had been hospitalized for depression and had yes. been released and just started trying to get back into society. Let- it's giving yes. me very House on Haunted Hill vibes. It is. Is that kind of like. It's the siblings' attention, the, the younger sister who's all yeah having her issues and no one wants to believe her, but they know something's going on with her kind mm-hmm. of thing. I want to say Kat gets up, like she separates herself from the group because of some reason. And then she, there's this bronze mirror, or maybe not even a mirror, but it's just really shiny bronze and she can see her reflection. But at some point, her reflection turns into the ghost, which is... Ohagoro Batari. Yes. <laughs> and the actual translation of that monster's name is Nothing But Blackened Teeth, which is the title of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought that was really cool because you just see uh, her reflection turns into this very pale face with just a very large mouth of just black ink and sharp teeth. I was going to ask, is is there a reason that this specific ghost is the haunter? We should let Leslie, because we have not let Leslie talk at all. Okay. <laughs> I also have some follow-up questions for it, too. Okay. But basically, this house is filled with a whole bunch of depictions of yokai, which are... Mm-hmm. Uh, does everybody know what that is? Because uh, I like, didn't I think completely... other Japanese oni, but I don't... Like, s- different spirits. Yeah, like, Japanese spirits, usually with a slightly more malevolent vibe, but not mm-hmm. necessarily evil, per se, mm-hmm. was my um, understanding and impression of it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, this particular one um, is supposed to be... Usually will haunt locations near temples and stuff, 
dressed up as a beautiful bride and have a veil over their face for the sole purpose of seducing some poor guy that's probably too into his cups and embarrassing him later. But the whole point of this monster is that, um, or the spirit, is that she never actually kills anyone. It just embarrasses them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Which is, funny. <laughs> I, I read about the monster after the book, and then I after I read it, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Because as the tension builds between the characters, you realize the monsters aren't actually doing anything. They're just around as most, like, spectators, and they add, like, to the atmosphere of mm-hmm. the, like, the creepiness of everything. But they just scare and embarrass people, and they make them expose their own secrets. Yeah, okay. because the tension was already boiling. And it felt to me, um, from the time they got into the home, it was even every chapter was more and more tension. Mm-hmm. And it was all about personal stuff because they grew up together. They've yeah. all been friends. And I love the fact that um, who was it who's given history of ghost stories where the bride got married? And it's like, why would you tell this story about Ooh, a bride like... who died and then she comes back every year to add more depth to her, like add more spirits? But that was supposed to be the history of that house. Okay, that is the history yes, of the house. That is okay. the history of the house. Yeah. Mm hmm. The author does throw around a whole bunch of really casual Japanese phrases. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the author, yeah. and the narrator is supposed to be from Malaysia. So that part confused me a little bit because I wasn't sure how much common knowledge any of this stuff was. I'm not very well versed in Japanese culture. It so. was interesting. I, I agree with you because like Philip was, and, you know, like blonde hair, else, blue eye. And everyone else was either biracial, Malaysia, biracial or, yeah. Malaysian. Someone else was... Uh, uh, Lynn was... Japanese on his mom's so it was really I don't I don't know why it was in there but I agree with you it's kind of like where's this coming from and especially because this was marketed to a western audience I almost felt like it was a little bit distracting without adding extra text in there giving that context to a a western reader yeah yeah I would have been happy with footnotes so that I wouldn't have to go google search on the side and give it meaning Japanese because I'm trying I was trying to see if maybe that was a reason behind it feeling like that like steeped in it and um, without having the main character because it would be different if the main character was japanese and was like oh i recognize some of the things where's the house it the, is in the japan, house is in japan. Okay. yeah and okay. i think it helped the atmosphere of everything because it was so unknown to everyone involved with they all yeah. knew the legend but they didn't actually know I, it, someone who was an outsider would probably see this monster and be like oh my god they're gonna kill me when really it's just a trickster kind of ghost mm-hmm. and i i don't know i feel like that just kind of it was ironic a little bit just because yes. it's the way they handle the situation mm-hmm. like the, like i said the ghost never actually did anything and yeah. it, it, it was it was really more so the characters themselves letting their setting dictate their actions. So I do have a question. Um, I think a lot of horror is very subjective in general, but specifically slow burn horror, which I think haunted house horror falls into. What did you think of the actual like horror elements of this book? I liked the haunted house. I liked the ghost. I loved the monsters, mostly because... Uh, at one point, uh, when they got into like the second act of the book and everything, there were a bunch of painted monsters on the wall. Screen panels, and yeah, those yeah. screen panels. They were called. very vivid. Yeah, they became very animated, and they became. They were watching the group as they were like basically tearing each other apart, and they were laughing at some point. Mm. And I was like, the monsters are just here to watch. Like we're sure we look bad and everything else, but really the real monsters are the people. And I, I just thought that was really fun. Okay. Yeah. It's something I've seen and read before. Okay. You know, the haunted house thing, it could be done beautifully mm-hmm. and not so much. You know what I mean? I think this one really played on the psychological part of it because sure. the house didn't do anything to you. You really did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it played really well into 
you st- we still have underlying issues mm-hmm. and we're allowing our own issues to kind of feed into they have this common thing they love horror they love haunted houses they love the adventure part of it but that played a lot into how they treat each other at that in that environment and mm-hmm. alcohol did not help yes <laughs> yes never never does. does once i read it i thought i loved it at the beginning mm-hmm. then it became okay it was definitely more fun the first time around the second time mostly for me it was the ending just kind of the way things were the way it spiraled out of control and the way it lost cohesion just be kind of because mm, of it. I agree. Yeah. With that. yeah, I agree with that. Leslie? I think part of what I found frustrating about this book was that I enjoyed a lot of the elements of it. Like, I saw so much potential for it. Mm-hmm. But I really wish, if there was one thing I wish the editor had told the author, was for her to slow down her pacing and actually really work on building the setting a bit more. I can agree with Especially that. Especially yeah. because for a haunted story, a haunted location story, the setting almost becomes its own character. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like myself as a reader, I never really got a good understanding of what level of decay this home was in. There were times when she would describe it and it would sound almost immaculate. And then there were times where she was describing like uh, rotting, limpid pools and, you know, yeah. almost like envisioning seeing corpses underneath the surface of the ponds and stuff. So just something that gave a little bit more of a sense of place so that when you built to the ending, it was all that more horrific, even if things become and start looking more decayed the further you get into the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was my main probably qualm with it the other one was i felt like the characters were sticking very closely to their archetypal lanes and because of that you didn't really empathize with them as much when they started going after each other didn't they joke about it at some point in time like Lynn would, uh, Lynn made a comment about oh, how yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, we're clearly the protagonist. Or right, no, they weren't yes. the protagonist because I think Cat is queer. Lynn is biracial. Bi- no, 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 no. Cat is biracial. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, and he's, um, he clearly said it. Play yeah. your protagonist. Play your role. Exactly. Yeah. He literally. He's says like Philip is going to be the one that survives this. Talia, she's the she's the final girl. Like those are the two that are going to make it to the ending. We are collateral, and it was like so. When you mentioned that, it makes it, it makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, he and, made that statement. I was like. Okay. (laughs) And I know that happens a lot in horror. That's a common criticism just of the genre in general. But when you specifically are trying to demonstrate that the monsters are the people and you're following that kind of theme, I think it makes sense to slow down and spend a bit more time with the characters. Probably one of the other reasons the author felt so rushed was because it it all takes place over the span of an evening. So I don't know if she felt like she had the luxury to really delve in, but... Mm -hmm. I think she could have easily added another 50 pages. And I was thinking exactly 50 pages because I agree with you. There's parts where it's like, are we just imagining beauty? Does it look a certain way? Like when you walk in, I was thinking after I read it, because I read it, then listened to it. I wish, like you said, that we all saw one thing. And then as it's playing tricks on you, maybe I'm seeing something different. You're seeing something different. Mm -hmm. We've seen it before in horror when it comes to homes. Or if you're going to try to... Um, seduce me as that character like that one ghost what am I seeing what am Mm -hmm. I looking at and that's the part that was missing building up on those characters really where's the tension really coming from why is it like it is where did the break really happen and then going into um, more into the home because the home could be a big character and explaining why 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 is each one of these things here what's going on what's your story as a ghost what's your story kind of like get into that that would have been nice i wanted the house to have more of a feature in the inside the story as a whole um at some point in time 
Talia disappears and then reappears, but it's out of this like door that popped out of nowhere. And Kat yeah. was clearly just like, that was not there before. But I was so confused because they gave such a brief description of the house that I was like, was it there before? Because I yeah. feel like you said it was. And uh, I feel like no one listened to Kat because, you know, she's Kat. She has issues. She's, she's, she's like, yeah. no, but listen. She came out <laughs> like, are you, that's not, and she's saying it like, that's, are y'all really thinking this is Talia? And then right. jokingly, Lynn was like, maybe it's not or whatever, but like she popped out of somewhere. She's intoxicated, we think, mm-hmm. right? And she's all loopy, but like, what's really going on? Like yeah. you said. Yeah. And I, I did notice that the author, um, I think one of her main things in her portfolio is writing for video games. So I think she's used to having support on the visuals side, gotcha. which meant that she's probably more used to writing like the action pieces and the dialogue than she is, you know, spending time building setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can tell she has a very cinematic style. I can see if this became like a miniseries or a movie. Mm-hmm. What's missing in the words would already be on the yes. screen for us. Yes. 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 Because what's missing, you'd already be like, oh, that that's beautiful. Oh, the door just appeared. You see it? <laughs> the you know, just out of that kind of thing. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's a lot easier, I think, in an evening to convey visually the breakdown of like a fragile friendship than it is on a page if you're not used to writing that kind of very subtle emotion into your characters it it feels like it kind of just was like zero to a (laughs) hundred very much so yeah i felt like the tension started at like 75 um, (laughs) exactly yeah yeah. (laughs) i think i was also kind of frustrated because talia was not an empathetic character i i couldn't bring myself to like her i don't know about i know you had issues with cat but i had issues with no talia was very much like come on girl just and it didn't help that our only interaction with Talia was through Kat. And so Kat we only got to like, see her as the yeah. mean girl or even yeah. as like the mean friend. Only through her eyes. Yeah. 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 I'm sure if we had seen it through like Faiz, we'd be obsessed with Talia and we'd see Kat as maybe like the spurned ex-lover maybe. I'm not sure yeah. how or, Faiz saw you know, Kat. I guess the damper on the evening. Is or the damper. What? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, she was the damper on the evening. <laughs> she was. But I feel like she kind of kept us, kept us grounded, too. I liked having Kat's perspective more so than anyone else's because, I don't know, her relationship with the ghost was just so intimate. Like, at one point in time, the ghost came up and, like, hugged her from behind. Um, and I was just like, okay, so is Kat, like, low-key the ghost, too? Or what's happening yeah, she here? She seemed pretty okay with this, too. She like, seemed very okay with the whole situation. It felt almost like the ghost used Kat's emotions mm-hmm. to sway everyone else. Mm-hmm. Is all revolved around Kat in some mm-hmm. kind of way. Like, it's, I think she said, it's my day, it's my wedding. Right, and she was still the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, that And the was, wedding was supposed to be a surprise until and Talia knew about it, which was, mm-hmm. un, which was interesting. She's so new. She mm-hmm. ended up bringing, like, these little statuettes of this woman who I believe was being, like, buried alive. But she brought enough for everybody. And they're in this house where supposedly the bride, she was supposed to get married on her wedding day, but the groom never showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so she buried herself alive. And every year after that, the townspeople or whoever the palace people were, they buried another girl alive to be with her. Um, and so that the BFFs. fact. <laughs> <laughs> Your face was like, what? what? <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> like, who wouldn't do that? They did. I, I think Philip or Lynn tried to kind of like, they jokingly rationalize it as the, you know, it gets lonely down there in the dirt. Bury me some husbands. Bury me well, some I know. Husbands. Don't bury me best friends for the rest of my life. Kat gave some real dreary explanation about it. And then Lynn and them were like, joked it up a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, you know, it gets lonely in the dark. I'm thinking, are you connecting with the ghost already? Like, are you connecting? The connection you know between you know? Lynn and the ghost. At some point, like in act two, Lynn had this maniacal laugh and he was just going off of hinges. It's 
could clearly be because of stress. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I was like, okay, so he's possessed. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. You never knew. You never you did, really You knew. really didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it's a short read. It's okay. a yes. quick, you can get it done in a day. You can reread it in a day. Mm-hmm. I think if you're not a fan of, or you're new to horror, this to me would be a nice one. Right. Maybe I'm the wrong person to say this, <laughs> but I think it'd be a good one because it's not going to scare you. Mm-hmm. And it has the nice, you can look up, like, what is this term? What are these, yeah. the historical background and the different cultural parts of it? Mm-hmm. You can look up, what is this thing? What is that? And I like when you have books that have actual real kind of folklore behind it that's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. Western. I like it because it tends to be more creepy. Yeah, it's true horror, but at the same time, it's not overtly gratuitous or gory in a way that it's going to give people nightmares. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, not at all. I also just really like the language of the book, the way certain characters are described, the way mm-hmm. certain scenes were described. I really enjoyed it. Yes. There you go. Now we have baby's first Christmas horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it's literally December. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye.